real ass stay Flipping keys, no way eating good, I got a lot on my plate But this is what I wanted, so I can't complain The Minority Reports Podcast Where we keep it real Estate and entrepreneurship education For the minority of 3% action takers Here's your host, Billy the Kid And co-host, Dan Delgado we're what's, back. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up? Not bad, man. Just you look like a creeper right now. Looking at me, drinking your drink. You're like, <laughs> can I buy you a drink? Threw me off. A <laughs> <laughs> threw me off a little bit there. Yeah. No, that's, we're. That's uh, why I was nervous. We're actually at a bar today, so yeah. So there'll, there'll be a little bit right. of right. be a little bit of background noise today because they're setting up for the day. But oh yeah, so it'll be it'll be natural. So. But uh, yeah, how's your week, man? How's everything going? It's been good, man. Like I, I, I filled you in on yeah, some yeah. big stuff going on for yeah. me, and um, I'm really pumped about it. I'm I can't really say too much yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah, man, I've got good, some like good, big, great things, big things, yeah. in the works, and so I'm, I'm super pumped. Yeah, yeah, can't wait till we can announce it. I'm sure there yeah. there will be a time once everything's at some point settled. And I feel like yeah. every time we're like, oh, we got something, and then we don't have shit for them next time. <laughs> yeah that is true but but that's that's the nice thing about this podcast it's like we're literally growing along with you know everything like yeah, it, everything you, you always have on. to be learning so what about i've you, been man? pretty busy too man uh well same thing i <laughs> i started my book like yeah. i told you so that that was pretty crazy because uh it, it was like sunday night basically 11 p.m i was sitting on the couch and then uh I had already did a draft over the weekend. I was in Seattle. So when I flew back in, I did a quick draft of it. Yeah. And uh, basically, Sunday night, I was chilling there. I started looking through uh, like what I had written down on the airplane. And boom, man, I just took off from 11. I didn't sleep till 7 a.m. <laughs> My wife woke up with the girls to go to school. <laughs> but it, it was amazing. I, I think I'm on to something. I, you know, I, this guy, I this guy went draft. from I want to write a book to, hey, proofread <laughs> half of half of the book is done already. It was good, though. Man. I, I, was, I was really happy yeah. to see a lot of that stuff. And, and, and even it's crazy, even the little stuff that I've done, it's like uh, I've already edited some and threw more in there. And, you know, I even the title, uh, I'm coming up with something different, too. Like, you know, yeah. the title, what do you, what'd you think of the title without saying it? I liked it. Uh, I thought it was going to be different because I thought you've talked about a different one before. So that's the thing. So here, here's the good thing you brought that up. So the, the whole point of this book was more, obviously, the whole point of the book is I'm actually practicing what I'm preaching right, in that right. book. And it you was a lot of examples of it, too. Yeah, exactly. It was basically, it's one of those where I just felt the need I had to do it. And, and it's funny because it went from like, oh, okay, that's a cute idea. It'll be a good, like, quick book. But now it's becoming like, I'm like, oh, so actually, real. this might be good. So I like your analogy in the beginning of the shits. <laughs> just like it was a little bit tmi it's in there so for true, you. Though, right? it's so yeah. true like uh, yeah i can't wait to no, good, i, I think awesome. for sure we'll have an episode once obviously maybe the first draft or something mm -hmm. or you know we'll we'll throw it out there maybe it'll be book of the week right for us but what's book of the week <laughs> this book week? of the week is Until I, I think i'm getting a parking ticket actually i see this dude out here <laughs> my i'm pretty sure yeah. we're downtown right now so that's <laughs> you better keep moving yeah you can't move it all right <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, so book of the week is uh, Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. I think that's how you say his last name. Have mm, you read it? Mm -hmm, Heard mm -hmm, of it? Mm -hmm. So uh, the author of this book, uh, this is actually his second book. His first book, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Influence is what it's called. Okay, yeah, so, that one, yeah. Um, so, so Influence basically talks about, I haven't read it either, but mm. it talks about how to get to a yes. It's a lot of sales and advertising uh, is what it's aimed at. But Influence is all about... How do you get to a yes? How you know? Um, 
not necessarily negotiating, but just how do you get to a yes when you're making an ask at a, at a, like a sales call type thing? Mm-hmm. Persuasion, he gets really psychological with it. And he basically talks about how do you frame the environment in which you're going to ask for something to get what you want out of it. Mm. And it's I crazy like because the, the, the strategies that you use in there are, are so, I think, powerful for me that he even puts like a disclaimer in the beginning of the book, like, these are really powerful strategies. Don't go using them to manipulate people <laughs> and for bad stuff. So it, it's kind of like a little hokey when you yeah, listen, yeah. but after you read through the book, um, it's it's pretty crazy, like the little things that he goes into. Like I said, most of it is for like marketing and like advertising, but you know, people in, in our business, you know, we have to sell ourselves to a lot of people. Like if I want to buy someone's house, yeah. I have to sell myself to them. Like, why do you want to sell to me? You know, I, ultimately you have to like me to exactly. some extent. Um, so I've got some notes here from it. Uh, a lot of the stuff that he talks about in terms of the advertising side are like little things that you can use um, uh, in that negotiation process or the sale process. Like one big thing he talks about is price anchoring. So he talks about how there's a, a sales guy that uses an example of, you know, he's got like a $70,000 consulting fee for whatever it is that he does. And so when he does his whole pitch, obviously, you know, he doesn't talk about price in the beginning. Uh, but when he's about ready to bring that up, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he'll say something like, oh, well, obviously I can't charge you a million dollars for this. So now you now as you know, me selling this to you, you think of, oh, a million dollars, that's a lot of money. But so then when I tell you 70 grand, it's anchored at that million yeah. super high. And so it's a very basic strategy, but it, it's really effective when you again, when you frame your ask ahead of time so that you get, you know, the result that you want out of that. Yeah. Um, and then he talks about how, uh, for example, um, a really good way of getting uh, to that yes is how if, is how you can shift someone's attention. So he uses politicians as an example for this one. How, for example, you you can Great have example. yeah you can have a politician <laughs> who basically let's say they're doing they're doing a project. Let's say they're doing like a downtown construction project, but it's going to have some sort of environmental effects or something like that. Then if they're at a press conference and someone's asking, like, hey, you know, what about the environmental effects that this new rail yard is going to have mm-hmm. in this area? They never address that question itself. They're always like, well, what you should think about is the jobs that it's going to create, the economy and all these other things that it that it will boost, that yeah. it will help. So rather than focusing on your actual question, you're just shifting everything to think about all the benefits that that project will bring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's talk about the, the biggest drivers in getting people's attention. And he he does um, list them. He says sex is the number one driver for attention, which is like sex sells. People know that like magazines yeah. are full of good looking people, or whatever. <laughs> and then uh, fear sells really well, which again, that goes into politics. Yeah. And um, the last one uh, is novelty. So like something new and different. Um, so basically he goes into a lot more detail on each one of these categories mm-hmm. and how they can be used again to uh, to form up an opinion. So like when you look at it like a perfume commercial, they'll use some like gorgeous model walking yeah. through the desert. Has nothing to do yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. It's yeah. just like now you've attached that. Exactly. So it's a lot of little strategies like that. I don't want to get too too into yeah. it because I don't want to be long winded. But yeah, yeah. So um, it's like but it's a really branding. yeah. And so it's a really big. Um, it's a it's a pretty long read. Yeah. And he goes into a lot of psychology of how people think. But I think if, those are the books I love. Man. Yeah, That's, yeah. The psychology stories. Of, I mean, it just kind of just shows you how like predictable. A lot of a lot of yeah. things can be if you if you know what you're doing, but nice. Yeah, persuasion by Robert Cialdini. That'd be a good Let's one. Get it, man. Well, what do we have today? We got Matt. <laughs> you didn't even give me a chance. To <laughs> like, no. All right, let's bring him in. Serial <laughs> entrepreneur, but yeah, let's bring him in. Yeah, let's, let's bring him in. <laughs> I interrupted you twice. 
That was ugly. That, was, that, that scared me. Matt, if you never listened to our to our show, that's like his thing. He's the, the, the I was DJ. Say, horn. He's probably looking at me like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bring it in with that one. How you doing, man? Yeah, really good, man. Good, good, good. Thanks for having us here. This this is amazing. Uh, oh, well, welcome to my office, guys. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, this yeah. Is oh, yeah. This is office. No, amazing. Uh, if you could real quick summarize where we're at. For the people listening and watching. Yeah, we're at Tavern on the Square, Lincoln, Nebraska, right? Uh, uh, neighborhood bar in the Haymarket. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it's 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 definitely beautiful. But before we get into detail with all your story, I always like to take it way back. Uh, if you don't mind sharing with us, where are you from? And uh, if you are from Lincoln and if you're not, how'd you end up here? Yeah, I'm an army brat, man. Uh, Pops was in the army for 20 years. And so he ran officers club. So funny that like now I own some bars, right? So it's, <laughs> it's kind of family business. Uh, but I was born in Belgium. My, oh, nice. my dad and mother met in Germany. Uh, actually, there's a bunch of like my dad's on the wall. My mom's on the wall. That's right? Like, oh, where I they never got, noticed that. Where they got <laughs> married amazing. on the wall, like right? That. So all yeah. that stuff. So um, moved around a bunch as a youngster. Um, but uh, Pops got out of the army after 20 years. Finished lieutenant colonel, yeah. um, but we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was a youngster, and, and mom was from Sydney, Nebraska, so I graduated high school from Sydney, Nebraska. We moved back there after Pops got out of the Army, mm -hmm. and then I came to UNL and did not know what I wanted to do, and so I went into business because I'm like, whatever, you know, I've been running lemonade stands and selling golf balls <laughs> to people, and you know, like I was a, kind of a hustler as a youngster, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, stayed after after school. Did so, you finish school then? You, oh yeah. So yeah, you did yeah. finish school? Finished okay. school. Started as a finance major. Okay. Uh, did a financial internship, the tie, the suit, the whole thing, and fucking hated it. I don't know. I was going to ask you. cuss on this? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck yeah. So I, I fucking hated it. You said it. that with a passion. Uh, can you go in detail why? Like, why, why do you say that with a passion? I, get, I think I know where you're heading with that, but yeah, if you could summarize a little bit of why. Man, it's... It's tough to put on that whole the suit every yeah. day, and uh, the people that are in that game are also like uh, kind of stuffy, you know. <laughs> and, and like I'm not right. Like yeah. I want to come in and talk about what happened with the Lakers this weekend. <laughs> exactly. And like, yeah. like you know, like I and, and it's like Alice who's 66, and she's like the person on the front desk, and it's like, hey, Alice, what do you think of the Lakers? And, you know, like. <laughs> I had to, I just sit in my car and amp myself up to go into work, man. And I'm making oh oh I didn't know was it daylight savings this weekend? Oh sorry, I'm an hour late. Like I'm doing yeah. those kinds of excuses, exactly, yeah. right? And uh, man, you're just gonna you're never gonna be good at something you don't like doing. Yeah, right. Um, there's always some sort of intersection of like what you're good at and what you like doing. That's a right? great great quote. Yeah, I was I gonna say starting with a bang. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and I fucking hated it. I was, I was I was okay at it, right? Like I you know my GPA was fine. Like I was. I was okay at finance, like I just fucking hated it. Yeah. So like, if you're gonna hate it, you're never gonna be great at it, and 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 probably it's not gonna last that long. Right? Yeah. So, um, that happened pretty quickly. So, which is good, which is yeah, good because I, yeah. you know, sadly, there's a lot of people that don't see that till later in their life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe they do see it, they just want to be blinded to it. But, um, okay, so. I, the biggest question that I always ask to ask at the beginning is where did that seed come from or when was it planted uh, for you to actually become an entrepreneur? Like when when did that hit you? Was it your parents or how were you raised? Yeah, I mean, actually, it's probably like two questions because it's like, <laughs> how were you raised? So if it was different than how you 
came up. <laughs> well, I always think business is interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I technically went to business school, mm-hmm. um, but but business is hard to teach. I, I think it's something you practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and and early on, right? That. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. Right? <laughs> I'm negotiating with my dad for allowance, right? Like, I mean, this happened really early, right? Like we're eight, nine years old. I'm like, all right, $4 a week. Like, well, I did mow the lawn last week. And if I'm going to mow the lawn and do the dishes, it's got to be 450 pops. Like, I mean, like, so it started early, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, that's funny that you say that because what's <laughs> sad about that is that there's so many people that nowadays don't even understand that in business. It's like, hey, can you do, especially I own a construction company and it's like, hey, can you do X for me? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, can you add Y? And then it's like, yeah. oh, okay, well, here's the bill for both of those. And they're like, oh, well, why? Yeah. That was, that was, did right. you like that? Yeah. Did you like why I did that? Why? Well, here's the other side. I got it's the, like, because I did two things. I got like, a direct example today. So we had, uh, we're, uh, I built an awning during COVID over the other room. Um, we needed outdoor seating. Like, shit, it's 25 during normal time. And during COVID, it was 12 capacity, right? And so we had to, we built an awning more expensive than I wanted it to be. And then landlord's like, well, we got ACs up there. We need access to the roof. <laughs> and so, like, I've gone through this whole song and dance of, like, putting this thing together. Had to, you know, it's custom, everything, you know, like, whatever, right? The install guy today was like, hey, it's going to be four grand. I'm like four grand. That's over twice the amount that it was cost to build. Yeah. And and so we negotiated down. I'll go, all right, I'm going to do time on materials. He's like, I know, but sometimes in these old buildings, that's a risk. I'm like, okay, we'll do it. They knocked out two and a half hours stay. It's yeah. going to be 800 bucks. Wow. Oh, four grand, that, I right? love like, that. I, I saved $3,200 yeah, yeah. two yeah. day, right? Like, I mean, that's. <laughs> that's money in your pocket. That is not nothing. What, what I love about that, the keyword is negotiated. People forget that in business. It's like, it's one of those where it's like, dude, like communication will get you far. You know what I mean? That It's happened to me too, where I'll give a bid and some people will get it right away. And I try to do the best that I can with prices, but obviously, you know, prices vary depending on the job. And I've had clients that have asked me like, well, can you give me a list of like prices? And it's like, yeah, but even the roof is this much per square. But what if there's three layers? What if now we need plywood? So it's like, yeah, I can give you that, but you got to be mindful of that. So I, I love that you said negotiated. I think that's the biggest key in business, whether you're a client or, uh, or I was going to say client or customer, whether <laughs> whether you're the one with the business or the yeah, customer. Absolutely. So I, I love that. Um, but yeah, so where was that seed coming from then? Because, where, where, sorry, I kind of threw you off a yeah, little yeah. bit. Where was that seed planted that you could remember? Where yeah. would you blame that? I honestly, <laughs> like, I honestly don't think it came from either one of my parents. My mom was a teacher. Pops was in the army, right? He got drafted. So right? what was the teaching at home then? Uh, well, mom was a disciplinarian, right? And it was work ethic. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's mm-hmm. probably bad to say now, but mom spanked us. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was, I mean, I got hit with rubber, you know, I mean, there was, it was, uh, she was a disciplinarian and, and pops was always kind of like, so he, then after, after the army, he worked in HR. Right. So he was pretty good about putting things in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those two combined makes me right. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, so they both have impact on it, but neither one of them were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's just, I don't know where it's nature or nurture or like whatever, however it works. But like, yeah. I was always the guy loaning money to my buddy in high school or like you can use my cell phone cause you don't have one yet. You know, like that kind of shit. Um, I got beer money, you know, like, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, I've always been that guy. 
Yeah. Okay. Love it. Love it. So basically you kind of figured your way into it. Uh, you're like, well, um, and so to fast forward a little bit more, uh, was there a business before this place? I'm assuming you've probably done other stuff or, or, you know, wh where did you take action where you first did your own thing? Cause you said you finished school, got a job, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I got my pause on a few things, but like, so I did the internship in college and then, uh, I hated it. And actually a, a buddy of mine got me a door job at a, at a bar, still in college. I'm a senior in college at this time. And uh, I just like the action, right? Like I love the bar business because there's, you meet all walks of life, right? There's the rich guy, there's the <laughs> poor guy. There's that. the, oh, like, I mean, you see that, yeah, like this, this guy invented this thing that makes Elmer's glue, like, like all the stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, you meet them all, right? Like sad, happy people. Yeah, both. man. People, people are coming after funerals. People are coming to celebrate graduations or, you know, wow, like, yeah. this bitch is yeah. divorcing me. Like, yeah. what, like it, there's everything in between, yeah. right, man? And I, and I think it's, it's the school of life, right? You get to see everyone else's stories yeah. and, you're, and you're a pseudo therapist, mm -hmm. you know, oh, I mean, yeah. like yeah. you're just hearing it, right? And shit, they've had a couple cocktails, so they're going to be a little looser with you. And so more intimate, um, huh? <laughs> yeah, you just learn stuff, right? Yeah. Um, we actually, I, 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 uh, I married a couple. I got online. I, you know, I'm, a, I'm mm. a now bless you, my son, right? So like, uh, I married a couple mm. that I met really early on in my college days. They I thought you were like the third wheel or something. <laughs> <laughs> they came, they came in every Monday, and they were like cheating on their significant others. Oh, wow. And then they got divorced or whatever. But then when they finally got married, I was <laughs> I was the one that did it, right? So like, uh, you know, we, we become a bigger part of people's lives. So, 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 all right, so backing it up, right? So uh, did the college stuff. Then the actually the owner, my, my owner, I, I worked my way up from door to manager, right? So I started doing stuff at the bar and uh, he died, passed mm. away suddenly youngster. I mean, he was 32 when he died. Uh, wow. my mentor. Oh, wow. And crushed me. And then I was like, where am I going to go? Right. So then I apply for a bunch of jobs and I get a bunch of these jobs. I, at one point I had three jobs mm -hmm. and again, I just hated them all. And I was like, shit, I think I know what I'm doing. So I went shopping and so I went to my best friend moved to Chicago. So I went to Chicago, every bar that was for sale, I went there. And, uh, at this point I'm 22 years old. I'm wearing an inside out gray t-shirt. These real estate guys come to like walk me through a bar and they're like, ah, what a fucking waste of time this <laughs> yeah. shit is, right? Um, but every bar I went into, I, I tried to make a note of something they did well. And I went to probably 30 of them. And each one I'm like, okay, I liked how they did their seats there. I liked how their bottles were arranged. I liked, you know, the flow, of the, like every, I liked the floor there, like whatever it was, right? I wrote down two to three things at each place that I looked wow. at. And then I created a Frankenstein, right? Like then I came back to Lincoln, heard through the grapevine a coffee shop was for sale, walked through. I was like, shit, I like this. And then, uh, yeah, took that list and what can we do here? Right. And it became like all the, like none of this is a new idea. Right. Right. Neighborhood bar is not a new idea. <laughs> right. Um, I just stole everyone else's ideas and morphed it into my own Frankenstein. I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people forget that, that it, you know, it, it's not like we, uh, reinvented the, the wheel. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, but, but there is something to do. I, I bartended what, 12 years I want to say. So, and it's funny because all I wanted for the longest time was to own a bar. And then I kind of got more 
back behind the scenes of like the management Don't side of it. stuff. And I'm like, last day, you couldn't pay me to own a bar now. But you know, there's a lot of bars that come and go and they fail and they some succeed. You know, you guys have been doing awesome for a long time. You know, what what's your we secret sauce? We turned eleven and a half this year. Yeah, 11, eleven we're probably eleven. That's wow, nice. One thing that I, that I do that I do want to mention too is like I love how you guys were able to pivot during COVID because everybody knows that the service industry or hospitality, mm-hmm. like it was just hit so hard during COVID. You guys started doing some really innovative stuff with your drinks and um, I remember you like putting a thing out on Facebook asking for like, does anyone have any mason jars that they want to sell me? Because yeah. they're doing yeah. like to go stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wow. shit, that is such, a, but it wasn't like, uh, hey, here's a freaking Jack and Coke. Like, I mean, it was like premium cocktail stuff. Yeah. So how did that come about? Well, so, uh, so Tavern opened in 2010. Uh, we opened the other room in 2013. And, and other room is like, we, we say high society, right? Like it's only cocktails and it's, I mean, speakeasy. Way more, yeah, yeah. All right. People call speakeasy, right? We'd like to say craft cocktails, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't sub over there. I can I can crack Bud Lights and pour Jack and Cokes over here. <laughs> right. I can't sub over there. Yeah. Those guys are so That's talented. Skill set. Um, and so yeah, then then COVID hits and like woof, like what a what a cre- the most stressful year of my professional career. Mm. Um, but yeah, then we got to be different, right? Customer changes. So we changed from serving people in a bar to a retail shop, right? We're selling, like we revamped this whole thing and now it's like come in and buy our stuff. And like, um, but yeah, we have to learn through like packaging, right? We did, so we did craft cocktail kits is what we did, right? So it's dehydrated fruit and here's the mixer and like here's That's the pre-mix of the, right, yeah. of the syrups. And like, so we can get our, we, we started with uh, our four most popular drinks and about uh and shit it's the wild west at that time we're making it mm-hmm. up three weeks in we're like oh we're losing a dollar fifty every one of these we sell Oof, let's get back to the numbers <laughs> here and, like, and change it around a little bit so um but at that point it's like i'm just trying to keep people employed yeah. right and keep culture together right like everybody's the world's on fire mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. It, it was the great depression mm-hmm. for a second mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to let our team not feel that right um it was almost a fake environment i I, <laughs> I, cause everybody makes their money on tips in this world. Um, so I fired myself. I got fired real early, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got fired real early. And then I just put everybody else on salary. I'm like, all right, we're just going to give you the equivalent of 65 K a year. And we'll, and we'll give you a check every week. And we're going to figure out how the fuck to make the money. And, and on the front end, we just fixed every wobbly bar stool and all that shit. And then after about three weeks, we're like, all right, we need, some, we need some revenue. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. We had to figure out a way to do it, man. Like uh, necessity is the mother of all invention, right? I think is the is the term. Like we had to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we went through several iterations of that, right? We had to figure out packaging. We had to figure out where we're sourcing this stuff from. Like, and that was interesting and tough. And we've gone through several iterations, and now we got it down. But uh, well, and I was gonna say, uh, would you be okay saying that you came out stronger? Whew, that's interesting, right? Uh, smarter. Okay. Uh, definitely not financially stronger, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like buried financially. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Um, and like also like, you know, we kept 95%. But there was a few that just didn't get didn't get with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, shit, sorry. If you're not with it, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to go. It's, right? a, it's a definitely a team effort like yeah. at that point. 
but yeah, we're smarter. We're mm-hmm. definitely smarter. And uh, what I, I read the other day, something like uh, starting from scratch isn't starting from scratch; it's starting with experience. Yep. Right after you after you get a loss, you got experience mm-hmm. on it. Man, if we made it through this year, shit, we're bulletproof now, baby. Yeah, like yeah, we, we. I mean, if we can get it through last year, love like yeah, yeah. we're gonna be all right. Yeah, no, I love. I you know, totally love that. Uh, not to be a creeper, but I kind of overheard you talking to your employees and a little bit. Uh, what's the <laughs> like what's the sauce there of keeping your employees happy? Cause it sounds like you have a great relationship with them. Yeah. Well, I got an awesome team. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, and most of my team has been here for a really long time. Right. Like my manager, we're 11 years old. My manager has been here for nine. Right. Mikey, who you just saw, you've been here for eight and a half. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's culture, man. Yeah. Culture is the whole Taking fucking thing. Of, yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, my job is to run in front and remove roadblocks. Um, and the better I am in my job, the less problems we have. And because of that, sometimes like people don't get that, like, ah, shit, it's all smooth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's smooth because I can look around corners. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, their job is just to come in and knock it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And as long as everybody's doing their job, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's culture, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little out of boys. Sometimes it's kicking the butt, and 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 both work. Mm-hmm. But uh, when to do it and who to do it to. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Just kind of just observing what you're saying. Well, for one, I commend you on your leadership skills because for you to fire yourself first, <laughs> yeah. that's huge to me. Like you know, I, I, that, that really shows that you're leader. a huge leader. And I I'm not here for all it, that, guys. It clearly shows. <laughs> it clearly shows that you know your your team seems loyal to you. Um. So when. Do, do you do you read a lot of leadership books or are you really big into leadership? Because I feel like a that lot of did that the strategy, yeah, because that's that's or is that maybe your dad. I can literally barely or? read. Uh, so you <laughs> know so, that was like the most serious face. I'm like, should I laugh? Or? You were like, should I laugh okay, or should okay, I? Okay, like, okay, we got Floyd Mayweather here today. So, so <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you were finally funny, dude. That, that was funny. <laughs> Takes a while. Finally. So I'm getting ready to have my first child. Uh, it's coming up. So, so my dad. Uh, so my dad. Oh yeah, that was, sorry, I, I should have done that before he's out. <laughs> my dad's sending me uh, all the stuff from my childhood right now, right? Just in boxes, right? It's coming to my door, and uh, my CTBS. Where are test, they at? Where are they at? My, uh, so my mom passed when I was fifteen. Okay. Uh, but pops is in Arizona, retired. Okay. And just playing golf and tennis and nice. pickleball and uh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just talking me off ledges every every couple <laughs> of days, right? So, um, but he sent me a bunch of childhood stuff. You remember those CTBS tests? They were like standardized testing when you were growing up. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so he sent me one. I just looked at it. I was in the 18th percentile in spelling, and I was in 97 in in math. And 96 in, in science, right? So it's like, okay, all right, makes sense, right? So books, I listen to books. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't have, I don't have my headphones on I was going right to say that earlier. You, when they were you made that like, joke, I'm like, that has to be like audible, but right. go ahead. Bro, I'm go ahead. always listening to stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, But know, is that like a big theme in what you listen to? Because it seems like- 100%. Yeah, because I can definitely see that you, you're taking these things and you're putting them in practice. I either listen to sports talk radio or business books. And you, hold on. Uh, you said you like the Lakers. That's that's my team, man. Or, no. or you mentioned the Lakers, mentioned bro, the Lakers. bro. You I, mentioned the Lakers. Bro. I want my my kid, unborn child, to buy the Lakers. Oh, I know, I know oh, that I, I, like I, that. I know that I can't. 
Because I'm doing the math. I'm like, you know, I know. We're, we're going to get into more billion, of your investments. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, not just we'll, bars. We'll, yeah. so. no, I, I love that, bro. Uh, I have a, I'll, this will be your homework. Homework. Um, I have a Kobe song uh, on Spotify. I, I do some music. I do some hip hop. So if you could check that out and let me know what you think. I will. I will. So last Tuesday, Lakers, was, man, oh my last God. Tuesday was Mamba Day. Yeah, yeah. And, and I wore my, yeah. uh, my my blue Lakers jersey, eight, right? The old Minnesota Lakers. Yeah. I was wearing the, the fro, right? Yeah, like yeah. the Kobe had a yeah. fro. I was wearing That's that amazing. last Tuesday. So that, no, and, and that, <laughs> I mean, that itself, like once you start looking into like the mentality, like it, it was a brand, right? Like he did great at branding it. Man, that, that, Dude's Some a monster. serious shit right there. Dude's a monster, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so you do listen. If you could give us like a quick, what what was one of the books like? As soon as I ask you this question, what books come to mind that has helped you? Yeah, uh, I mean the first one that comes to mind is my hashtag Ask Gary B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would imagine you guys have already oh, talked man, yeah. about Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a actually we no, haven't we really, really have. talked no. about him. I know, so I love us. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. first, like next, I, we next know of him, we definitely week. know of him. But he's a stud. He puts it all out. He's always there, man. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's a monster. Um, the sport of business is a Mark Cuban book. Oh, okay. um, he's and, awesome. And, too. and so listening to like Mark Cuban talk about like his journey of he actually owned a bar in, in college. And uh, didn't go so well for him, right? But like, uh, he's he got a bunch of okay. stuff, right? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, my dad, again, I mentioned he was an HR guy. So when we're going on family vacations and stuff, we, we listened to uh, books on tape. It was cassette tape yeah, still yeah. back then. Yeah. Uh, but it was Seven Habits of Highly Effective Oh, that's people. a great book. Right? Yeah, so, uh, great. I can't believe we haven't even done that one yet. Yeah, those are, I mean, it's always been listening for me because I really, it's, it's difficult for me to comprehend when I read. Mm-hmm. Everybody learns differently. I right? feel that, man. I feel that. See, I've it's been the opposite because he's huge on audiobooks. And yeah, I I try to, but I just can't yeah. like, grasp it. I have to read it. To, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm huge, in, but I've also done my best to like read. You know what I mean? And and what I do now is if I have look, basically the rule is I have to have an audio and a physical book going at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So even if it, if the fi- it's funny because I'll finish the audio like in a week and then the you know two months later I'm still on the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> same way yeah. yeah. <laughs> And everybody's got to be them, right? You got to yeah. be authentic to yourself, self awareness. How do I learn? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you learn by doing. Sometimes you learn by listening. Sometimes you learn by reading. Sometimes you, you know, like it goes. But you got to be you, right? Mm-hmm. Like however you learn is the way to learn, right? It's school system's kind of fucked. Oh my god! Hold on. So I was literally looking at you, Matt, and I'm thinking, I'm going to ask him about school. Like, how does he feel about school? That's literally, bro. I, like, uh, anyways, if you could go ahead. Well, uh, I mean, we get more into that when we had our, our podcast with Zach on there and we talked about acting. Yeah, yeah, that. he's doing when stuff. You, when you're kids here, man, own. you got to get them started into yeah. acting because that's exactly kind of like the theme. Shout out to Zach, too. He's like, his thing is coming along. Oh, my God. Like, he's doing such a great job. we get job. invited to do a walkthrough. Yeah, he's, he's a hustler for yeah, sure. He's, yeah, he, he's a freaking monster. But too. yeah, if you could touch on that. Because uh, I was literally about to ask you about that, <laughs> especially yeah, man, since you finished school. Yeah, I mean, I, and I was actually okay at navigating the school system, right? Uh, you know, I grades were fine, whatever. The, um, I didn't like it though, you know, and and I kind of really did it just because of pressure from mostly moms, mm-hmm. right? Like and society. Yeah, like, I mean, whatever, right? And, and like, man, it's broken. It is broken. It, the college system has has been. Let's do college. And, and unless you have a degree, like 
fuck, I'm, I'm way more likely to hire some dude that's been flipping sneakers in high school than some oh, yeah. guy that has a <laughs> bachelor's that. degree, right? Like, like it just, and, and there's so many more bosses that are coming out now that are me, right? My oh, age yeah. yep. and, and, and think of the world my way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, it's not the fucking 65-year-olds that are making the hires now. It's me doing the interviews, right? It's 35, 38-year-old. Like, that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? And and these guys just want to see, are you a hustler? Are you a grinder? What do you know? What do you know? What are you grinding on? Like, that's the stuff that's important, right? And so, like, <laughs> you, ca- you kind of get shamed a little bit when you get the bad grades. And, what it, like, again, I cheated on most of my spelling tests, right? We, we used to have those, those desks that had, like, the one side. Mm-hmm. And I would, like put the spelling list there and like, dude, like, cause I can't, I, I still get made, like, I spelled towel wrong the, the other day, right? Like, I mean, thank God that they solved this problem for me with spell check in Google, right? So, um, oh my God, man, that's the biggest you know. joke we've used. Uh, I think it was Zach that actually brought it up. That has been something that stuck to me, like having your phone, you said Google, but to me, it's always like, what are you gonna do? Have a calculator in your pocket? And I'm just like, I actually have a whole computer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, I love. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, so you said Gary V was one of your definitely um, like like important authors that you have listened to. Uh, do you have a certain book from him that you would recommend, or that like what what you learned? What, what was the, one of the biggest things you learned from him? Whether it's a book or just following him. Well, Gary, if you hear this. I know you. I got. You, I know you got. New, camera, I, I know you got a new one coming out here. Mm-hmm. I know it's a, mm-hmm. like a month away or something. But his last one, Ask Gary B, was really nice. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I, I've listened to them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listened to all the books. Yeah. Um. Doesn't Gary do coaching, like one-on-one stuff? He does all. Kinds I think he of does. Stuff, man. Yeah, but I know all his bullshit, right? <laughs> like, uh, same thing here, man. We got very few principles. We just repeat them over right. and over yeah. again and yeah. see them in different ways, right? So, yeah. like, I know Gary's spiel. Yeah. Uh, How cool would it be to have him as a coach, though? Well, okay. So, <laughs> so my girl, we said Garth Brooks at Memorial. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I would never go to that shit. And, and, and my girl's like, who would you go to Memorial Stadium for right now? Like, what, what sporting event or whatever? And I was like, all right, I'm thinking like Jay Z or, you know, like, and then I was like, you know, I think I would only go for Gary. Wow. <laughs> like, like, be, or Crawford fight. I would go to the Crawford oh, fight. Yeah. If Crawford yeah, fights yeah, a memorial, I'll go there. I'm going to Crawford song, too. I, 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 I'm going to make you a song, man. <laughs> make him a mix. <laughs> no, Crawford, man, he's, oh, my God. Hey, we yeah. need to get him on. Dude, we should. That, that yeah. should be like a goal. But So, yeah, so we have, so far, you know, we, we know you own a couple of successful bars here. And before, off camera, we were talking a little bit about what else you're into. Um, can you go and give us a little bit more kind of information on, on all your other ventures that you've got going on? <laughs> uh, well, I like small business, man. Like it's, it's a massive passion of mine and I've, my girl works in a bigger business, uh, small business. I like being able to control, right. Or at least influence what happens. Uh, I got into real estate. I know we were talking off camera about this, uh, I got into real estate when I was like 23. Uh, I bought a foreclosed fourplex. Uh, first real estate deal was that was the first deal. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, it, it was foreclosed, right? And uh, it was a hundred grand to buy, but you had to buy it as an owner occupant. Was that here in Lincoln? Yeah, it yeah. was in Lincoln. And so I lived in one unit and rented the other three out. 
House hack. There you go. Was that consciously? <laughs> like, did oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, it just made sense to me, right? Okay. Like, I like the math on it, right? Because, okay. um, again, like we talked about earlier, I'm a math guy, I'm not a reader, right? And I just like the, the data behind that kind of stuff. Would you agree with me that as long as you know how to add and, and uh, subtract your good oh, in this in this You don't life? need calculus. <laughs> yeah. You don't. I've never used. This, this business world is real easy. <laughs> Multiply, divide, add, yeah, subtract. Yeah, like yeah. if you can do those four things, yeah. man, like you, and, and like extrapolate and pattern recognize, like shit's That's easy. It, yeah. yeah, we don't need variance and like, I mean, like we, we don't need to go all the way there. Um, now it's nice to be able to understand that yeah. shit. Um, but basic business is super easy uh mathematically mm -hmm. um and so for this like it was like all right it's 100 grand i can put 10k down because i got 10k and uh borrow the rest and then live in one and rent the other three out bump rents and now i'm making a thousand dollars cash flow actually <laughs> living in there too. plus plus a thousand and they're paying down a loan right like you know i start dating this girl she's like she's paying an apartment 1100 a month yeah. <laughs> and i'm like let's say we make the same amount of money this year there are 24 grand difference here like yeah that's a big difference and extrapolate that out over a yeah. long period of time like it's easy yeah so, so nobody put that like idea in your head you just saw and that's that. what i meant by conscious like right uh, like, how, like did you study that before you a lot did of people that, would, would be afraid of that mm -hmm. type of i mean 100 grand obviously is not a ton but like especially for a fourplex mm -hmm. but but not a lot of like 97 percent of people won't go out and buy a fourplex they'll you go guys, buy a home i hated buying beers i hated paying rent <laughs> so i started a bar and i bought a place like Modern problems. In college, I hated I hated paying for golf, so I worked at a golf course. Like, I mean, it's just like what what's the shit that like you like doing that you don't like paying yeah. for? Try and be that thing, right? And so, um, yeah. So, and and that did not come without its own problems, right? It's I'm, shit. These apartments were going off at 400, 450 a month, two bedrooms, and so like I'm fist fighting people in the front yard and like i gotta deal with cops that like you know like whatever squat like there was there was problems that came yeah with that, yeah right and and i'm assuming with the bar right like that that's the thing it's that when when you're in this lifestyle i was gonna say business but in this lifestyle uh problems come yeah we chase the mo motherfuckers out early here mm -hmm. at the bars right like you know, we had a certain certain level of like what we're gonna allow, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and and I and I don't mean just like customers. I'm talking about just in general, right? Like legal, you know, uh, just like liability issues. Yeah, course, like there's so many things that come with it. But how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with? Because just to kind of go along with that, uh, with that fourplex, and then with the bar, and we'll get into more investments that you've done, but. Well, on the front end, what's like the that, key to that? You know, How do you that deal was with that? that was the stuff that kept me up, you know, at night. But you figure it out, and it's just part of the game, right? And like, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm no tough guy, but like, it's just part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta just set a precedence. This is unacceptable. When we first opened, like, so you guys saw the whole. We got a big ass courtyard now. Um, when we first opened, there was like it was segregated off, like kind of like with a with a rope, mm -hmm. and we'd be like, "Don't go outside the rope," and people would go outside the rope. <laughs> And then I'd have to kick them out, you know, and like, and come on, but we just did it on the front end. Like yeah. this is unacceptable every time. And and then once you kick out the knuckleheads, uh, knuckleheads quit coming and you get the good, good people. Mm -hmm. uh, the, 
the rental was different though, right? Like, cause it's just, you know, at low rent, like you're gonna, I'm gonna be begging game. and like, you know, like it's, it's, I don't have the money and I'm like, bro, I see your boy driving around two of these Tonka trucks. <laughs> like, like you don't have, you don't have 450 this month. Like that thing costs $450. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just work through it, right? It's, it's all, everybody wants to skip levels. And, and, oh my god <laughs> and like it, it, it just comes you got you got to go through these processes man you know like and you gotta it has to be painful right one of my favorite quotes is lessons not learned in blood are easily forgotten right so like you gotta go through some painful stuff and it either financially painful or a huge headache or whatever it is like you gotta go through this bullshit so you can go to the next level right um that's a lot of what last year was for us, I think. It was it was part of the levels, mm -hmm. you know? Is that how you kind of, like, talked yourself through that type of struggle? Like, we, you know, we're, we're going to come out better type thing. Yeah, I wish. I, that, that would be really nice of me to stand and say, like, that's <laughs> see that. No, man, you're just, you're just going through the problems right. in the middle of it, right? Like, you don't see that it's a lesson in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, looking back, you can see it as a lesson, right? Because right? um, you've gone through it and you're a little smarter and whatever. But, like. When you're in the middle of it, it's just like fuck. This is a problem. How it's do we funny solve it? That's what I was gonna, like. My book, like, it's literally touching on that. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't about you, Billy. We were talking no, about no, no, <laughs> but, but, no. But it's it's crazy. No, it, you yeah. literally just this, hit this, this spot of me. Of... It, it, it hit this spot that it's so true that it's uh, it, it's very yeah. hard to go through that, right? Like yeah. while you're going through it, but then once it's you the go through it through and it, right? you look back, it's like I'll do it again, like. So did uh, where did, did you it go? before I can do it again? Yeah, yeah, right. Where'd you go from? So from that fourplex, did you kind of take more of an interest in real All right, estate? So it actually went. So it went tavern, and went fourplex. Then I met my girl, um, and then other rooms started opening at the same time. Other room opens. Uh, <laughs> girl uh, moved in with me at the fourplex and was like, "We're watching Sunday night HBO." And there's a domestic dispute on the other side of the wall, right? And so, <laughs> so I gotta go. I gotta go. You know, like it's like fucking. You know, it's ten thirty on a Sunday. I'm like, god damn it! All right, so I gotta go next door and knock on the door and be like, "Hey, quit throwing plates against the wall." Like, like, is your girl okay? Like, do I need to call police? Yeah. Right? That kind of like. And you That's funny that you say up. that because it's like obvious things like stop throwing plates at the wall. Like, you, don't, you don't do like, that. Like, are we gonna have to fight? Like, I don't even yeah. know. Like, you know, I'm like we're amping up. Like, it's like, man, we're just relaxing. This is my one day off a week, right? Um, and so she's like, I'm not fucking living here, right? So, so then we purchased a, a single family home together and uh, did some remodel stuff in there turn that into a rental, move to a different house, right? Kind of like playing that shell game of yeah, like, yeah. you do a little bit and then move and do a little bit and then move. And uh, actually sold the fourplex somewhere in the middle of that shit. Um, and then now we're starting to like, you know, multifamilies, it, it, the math works again. I really yeah. like it. So now we own a sixplex together and, you know, kind of like doing that and like, do you use a management company? Do you manage it yourself? Like that kind of stuff. You mow the lawn, who's doing snow removal, that kind of, those right. kinds of things. Um, and you got to reach a certain scale before a management company really makes sense. Right. Um, but time, time is the variable, right? And so I did that for a while of just like me doing it. I'm, it snowed. I'm like, God damn it. Because yeah. now I got to scoop out the bar. I got to scoop out the single family. I got to scoop out the oh, sixplex. I got, you know, like, and it was a busy day already, right? Yeah. So like, I, like I had normal work shit to do. So yeah. um, we're actually using a management company now. And, uh, you know, I'm. 
not super thrilled yet, but uh, we'll see. Actually, yeah, if you could touch on that, like uh, what's the pros and cons of both worlds using a management company and not? Yeah, I mean, it's cash, right? Like really it's money. Um, management companies cost money and you got to reach a certain level. Probably like, my number, I think is 20 units, 20 doors um, that, that probably makes sense to use a management company. Uh, and a lot of management companies don't like single family homes. They want to use, they want to do, right. you know, a, a bigger, like six plex, 12 plex, mm -hmm. whatever, like that kind of shit. Um, and they, you know, they just take a rip. Right. And so like peace of mind, they got to handle the, whatever the AC goes out or the fridge is, you know, like whatever they got to handle that, mm -hmm. which is nice to not have to deal with that, especially as you get busier. Um, but on the front end, like, Bro, I'll mow the lawn. Mm -hmm. I got no problem with mm -hmm. it. Like, mm -hmm. I actually like scooping snow. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's kind of fun for me now to do manual labor because that gets my wheels turning. It's just I'm just doing something that's mundane, and and my mind's working right. Mm -hmm. And I'll stop and like take notes and be like, oh, this this has to happen with the manager meeting or you know, like whatever it is, right? Like, mm -hmm. you get your it's get, so get you're your grounded. Your present your presence is there. So yeah. you see what's going on. You can also interact with your tenants. Too, right like uh you can see who's living there and like, i like that you know like that, <laughs> that's yeah, smart. Like that kind of stuff like and yeah. i'm assuming you probably don't tell them you're the owner you're probably kind of like oh no, i'm just shoveling snow yeah i'm just some dude in a hoodie right like <laughs> you know i don't want them to know me so yeah. um yeah i mean the, the the downside is like yeah you just you make less cash when mm -hmm. you do a management company mm -hmm. it does free up time mm -hmm. right and as and as you get busier and you got more shit going on which i'm starting well, to have more going on right worry like, about well, shit, if my hour is worth this much, mm -hmm. should I pay the dude $20 an hour to scoop the snow? Yeah, probably, probably right? Yeah. Um, my sister and I, my sister's uh, four and a half years older than me. Uh, way fucking smarter on every platform. Uh, <laughs> she She's not as big of a gambler as I am. Uh, and we did not get along as children. Uh, she's a hippie. Uh, one of the things I, my old joke was, uh, the only thing we have in common is we both don't shave our armpits. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, <laughs> oh, she knows we're, we're close. We're close now. Uh, but she started a, a flower farm in Illinois. She, so she, oh, nice. so it took me four and a half years to graduate with business administration, general business from Lincoln <laughs> took her three years from a private school with two degrees. So like, um, so she's clearly smarter, but so then she went on and started a flower farm and uh, that's in Illinois. And uh, so I own a little piece of that. We, in fact, we, we bought a farm, uh, what, two years ago. And so I've been out there a couple of times and uh, man, it's hard work out there. Uh, but uh, cannabis became legal in mm -hmm. Illinois mm -hmm. uh, last January one. And, uh, I was gonna say like, what kind of flower are we talking about here? <laughs> well, all kind. I mean, really, really I'm thinking lilies and yeah, like, really, really, really like, it's, that's ninety five percent of it, right? It's yeah. really, it's really bouquets, right? Because that's the it's CSAs and it's uh, you know she's delivering to the mayor and like that kind of shit. Mm. Uh, well, we just we're dipping our toe in this mm, cannabis yeah. world, right? Mm. Uh, you know, seeing what that looks like. Mm. Uh, so it's a business. Grew some plants this year. That's a little complicated because there's a grower's license, there's yeah, a distributor's there's license, so there's a processing tape, license, yeah. there's a bunch of stuff that goes through that. Um, so we're working our way through that. But right and now it's CBD. I, I even learned that there's only certain amount of licenses that yeah. not, you can't just walk in and be like, all right, like there's only X amount that they give out yeah, and it's a, it's you could actually process. buy the licenses. True. License is worth it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That that's that's crazy. <laughs> so you you do some real estate. What else? What what is I mean you 
I was gonna say you sell some weed. That, that probably didn't sound right, but what what else? CBD you got cannabis there you is, go. is there what we like. I know. What else you got going on? Man, I love investing. Um, you know, I think especially for this uh, younger generation, investing has never been easier, um, which is good and bad, right? It's dangerous because people can get into like. I know we just went through this meme stock shit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. AMC and GameStop and all that. Like, mm-hmm. those are terrible businesses, right? And, and it's like, uh, you know, the, it's the greater fool theory kind mm-hmm. of thing of like, all right, we're going to pump this thing up and and see if the next guy thinks it's worth more. Yeah. I think that's kind of silly, right? I, I, You know, investing wise, I've always kind of been like, I want to invest in shit that I understand and use, right? So I'm big in... Google and Amazon and Facebook and like, you know, Netflix and mm-hmm. like the, the stuff that, stuff I, that you know it's right, popping right yeah, now. Basically. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I use those things, right? I use Google. I Shit, I used Google 15 times today, right? <laughs> Netflix. I'm going to go home and watch Netflix. Well, tomorrow because I'm not, I'm busy tonight. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like Amazon delivered three packages, you know, like. Amazon, you know, like this is. I love how you're doing that. It's just like it's shit that you do every day. Like, yeah, what do you use? Obviously, yeah, making right? money. Yeah. What do I know about? Right. Yeah. So, um, and I just buy and never sell, really. Um, and and buy more. You know, a lot of times, uh, Facebook shit. I've been on Facebook all day today, right? Instagram, like, mm-hmm. of course we're gonna use those things. So, um, I invest in things I know and use. Um, and then crypto is a different world, right? Like, uh. I have done my fair share of crypto investing. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends in the world is uh, is a college college buddy of mine, professional gambler, and then he's now created like a, a whole umbrella underneath him, right? Uh, so three or four of our our close core buddies are part of this gambling umbrella. Nice. And uh, shit, in what is it, 2011? He was he sat me down in a room. He's like, bro, this Bitcoin thing, you got to buy it, like. You know, whatever. So he bought he bought ten thousand dollars worth of it when it was like twelve dollars. Oh my god! Right. So life changing stuff, right? Yeah. Like right today, it's forty eight grand, mm-hmm. and he bought it at eleven dollars. Right? Yeah. So life changing things. Um, and so we have a once a month uh, phone call about nice. yeah. finances and and that's amazing. I love that and whatever. Right? Can you touch on how important that is with friends, like people that are you around, like? Yeah, I mean, it's nice that like when somebody's not trying to sell you something, I'm sure we get the phone calls from somebody that's like, hey, can we sit down at lunch? Mm-hmm. And you sit down and you have lunch and they're like, hey, I have an insurance mm-hmm. thing. And you're like, God damn it. This is what that was. Right. Yeah. Like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. It's so different when it's one of your close friends. that's like, hey, man, let's just talk about shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get right? this like, money. Yeah. Right. Like um, when they're on your side and they don't have an angle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and and ideally I make him smarter and he makes me smarter. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, different levels, right? And you can learn stuff from people at different levels. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I get educated a lot. And then I start clicking around and, and thinking about stuff. Again, lessons not learned in blood. So, like, you put some money in and you're like, okay, that's going good. Or it went shitty, yeah, right? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's the other side. Still, you're Oof, learning. Yeah. I couldn't, ugh, I didn't have that 2K to lose yeah. or whatever it was. Like, yeah. um, that's, that's when it really is a lesson taught, right? So now we've got into, like, now we're loaning our crypto out to like uh, you mentioned that earlier before we started how does that work like how do you loan crypto <laughs> yeah well so there's Are you a trying lot. to borrow money is that <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get into it <laughs> well so so today i i was trying to transfer money from a bank account that i have to a different bank account that i have and it took uh i'm on phone call number four and email number three today i fucking hate banks and i also transferred money to my sister today 
in 30 seconds, right? <laughs> and so, Seriously. and so, so like understanding DeFi, <laughs> decentralized finance is really important, right? So um, this is the future, right? Sure. And so, so as crypto can move easily in a market, right? So I use, I use Blockify, I use Nexo. There, those are two apps that you can use. If you have crypto, a lot of people buy it from Coinbase and then you can transfer it into either one of these and then you get percentage on, on just holding it. And then you can loan it for a, for a larger percentage. And, and, you know, and we're talking like, what, I'm getting a checking account or a money market fund right now, I'm getting 0.1%. Mm-hmm. And on BlockFi, I'm getting four and a half. Jesus. You know, it's so like, like old school bank rates. So like those are, those are different numbers, right? And if I'm just going to park it somewhere, 0.1 versus four and a half. What's your, your what thoughts? What are we doing here? What's your thoughts on El Salvador being the first one? with Bitcoin to make it public? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about this. Oh, Edu- really? Educate okay. Me. Educate me. Okay. Well, I, that's the thing. I, that it, it's funny because I don't know much about it, but it's the first country to... <laughs> so basically, they, they're, they're the first one to like so. recognizing it as an official currency. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? So they have ATMs. Like they have ATMs Dope. everywhere. So the mill's got so, one. Mill's got a mill's really? got a yeah, <laughs> oh, Bitcoin ATM over cool. there. Nice, yeah. nice. So yeah, so I'm, I don't know. Something to look into since that that's part of the investment. Super <laughs> dope, man. It's it's. I mean, it is it, like I always think the right the right answer always wins. It might just take a while, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, dude, you're full of like these cool little snippets of like. Seriously, I like, gotta you throw the quick jam in there. Like, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> so. In the middle of the break, you were talking about your podcast, man. What, what's what's up with that? If you could tell us a little bit about it, and then uh, the story you were just mentioning right now. Uh, well, yes, it doesn't exist. Anymore. Well, I think yeah. it's out there somewhere in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Spotify or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Bar Napkin Business, uh, and we're doing something similar to like what you guys are doing, just talking to small business owners and and, and chopping it up, you know. Um, but it's weird how it grows to weird stuff, you know, like and just things come out of it sawdust right yeah. like it just like ugh, i didn't think that was going to happen <laughs> and then like uh, it's just there it right yeah yeah and uh my girl and i were out one night and and this girl came up to me and she recognized me <laughs> so which that feels weird right it's like we're just doing something on the side like we're not big deal you know like That's it's amazing. a small deal and uh she's like i'm a college professor you know i i have a business school uh class and, and she's like i had all my students listen like or pick an episode and write a paper about it. And it just, like that to me was just like mind blowing. Cause right. I'm just kind of putting my thoughts out yeah. in the world. Right. It's similar yeah. to probably what you guys mm-hmm. are doing. Right. Yeah. I want to meet with people. Yeah. I want to put my thoughts out. Right. And uh, that was just like a <laughs> holy smokes. Right. Like this is a UNL class. Right. It's like, Whoa. Uh, you know, I barely graduated. I missed my last final. Right. Like I had to beg the teacher to, you know, like, but does that not show you though, like where we're going in terms of a society for college education, where it doesn't have to be out of a textbook. Like your thoughts are just as valuable as mm-hmm. what, you know, someone could, an author of a textbook. I mean, you have a professor like right. listening to your thoughts. You saw last year, right? Like these, uh, with COVID, right? Like all these like Harvard class, like you can take economics from oh, Harvard yeah, professor, yeah, like, like, like all this stuff, like these mocks, these massively open, what are they called? Uh, massively open something, something mm-hmm. mocks, M-O-O-C. I don't know what that stands for, but yeah. I mean, like if you're the best professor, maybe you get a hundred K or 86 K or whatever from the university. But if you're awesome and you can videotape it and then students can <laughs> buy a subscription to it, I can get the Harvard class or the Stanford class yeah. or the, or, you know, like, we, you know, what a big deal, right? And, and so, not to mention just YouTube. You mentioned Gary V. I mean, 
just listening to him is a whole university. Dude, Google. Like we've mentioned it yeah. several times already on this. Like any question you have, the always the funny joke whenever I speak to people is like, all right, well, uh, I got a website for you guys to look at. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right. Everybody get your pen and paper out. And they're like, all right. Everybody, like I see everybody, like for the first time they all clock in. And they're like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm like, G-O. And they're like, okay. I'm like, oh. <laughs> G-O-E. And they're like, ah, got Love me. It. Yeah. But it's like, that's the fucking ice machine broke. Google. <laughs> Manitowoc. Like, do, do, do. This thing is doing. Yeah. Like, it's the fucking answers are there, right? You just yeah. got to go solve it, right? Um. And so that's really, we got to teach critical thinking. Um, you know, we got to teach, uh, you know, self, self-motivation. Um, and, and, but ultimately the answers are all there. Like we're about to have a kid, right? And she, she's a little stressed. Sorry, Jess. Um, but it comes, oh yeah, it's, it's like normal. Yeah, yeah. somehow our parents raised us and now we have YouTube videos and Google. How the fuck are we going to fail? Right? Like we have all the answers, right? We're doing the test with the answer key on. What are we, you know, so. It's so true. I, I, I love that. I, it's funny that joke that you made earlier. I, I used to be one of those two where whether I was helping the next person or I was looking at over the paper to see, you know, and, and it was stuff that didn't really matter if right. you think about it. Like, well, it's, I mean, your point about Google is so true too, because at my day job, I'm an IT manager. And 95% of my job is just Googling <laughs> your question. And then I figure it out through there. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure she's not. <laughs> but, uh, it's just real. It's just real though, right? but, I mean, I, but honestly, like, I would tell her the same thing. I'm like, it doesn't matter how I come to yeah. that conclusion as long as I'm fixing what the problem yeah, is. Yeah. Who cares? Are. Yeah. Pretty personally, you know, uh, if, if I employed people like that, I don't care how you get to the yeah, solution. Just, just find solve the solution. It, yeah, solve it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. So, and, and I would hope that's how most people's attitudes are, but some people aren't. Well, but that's the sad thing too, though. There's multiple people that won't even do that. Yeah. They won't even go to a G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> oh, what if I spelled it wrong? Fuck them then. Yeah. I mean, like, on, like more for me, right? Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can you elaborate a little more on that? I love that. I love that. It's so true, though. Oh, man, that's how just, I feel. Man, if you want to be lazy... You want to be, I mean, like, cause it's not even just like, it's not intelligence. It's just laziness, man. Mm -hmm. You want to be fucking lazy? Like the, like you're going to get, you're going to get what you deserve, bro. <laughs> comfortable. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's plugging his book again. No, I love that though. Yeah, no, it's true though. Because like, when you think about it, uh, it's, it's that whole thing of working smarter, not harder. Like, you know, you're not going to get a freaking trophy for, working your ass off to find the same answer that I found in 10 seconds, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, so, uh, there's this, my favorite follow on Twitter is Naval. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. N-A-V-A-L. Um, he's got this, uh, Is he on Instagram too, or? I don't even know. Okay. Uh, he, he is, I mean, he's got a Spotify thing, like there's a podcast. Um, he's got this thread that's, uh, how to get rich without getting lucky. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like that. three and a half hours long, something like that. Um, one of the most educational, smart things I've ever listened to in my life. Really? Um, and he talks about, uh, you know, like kind of the, always the philosophical question about God. Is he omnipotent? I know what word you're looking for. Ultimately, all powerful in the world, right? Like, I know what word you're looking for. Dan's my Google, by the way. But. <laughs> So, so the philosophical question is if he's all knowing and all omnipotent, powerful, omnipotent. There you go. Uh, 
all powerful and all knowing, right? right. If, if he is these things, how do hurricanes happen? How do like da, 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 all that shit happen? Mm. And, and he says, well, uh, you know, do you want to get rich by working the hardest or do you want to get rich by doing the least? And, and if, and if you can push a butterfly in one direction and the chain of event that happens is the, the event that you want to happen, isn't that the easiest thing? Right. Right. <laughs> Warren Buffett makes four decisions a year. Yeah. Right. Like, so like, yeah, he reads and thinks and like all that stuff mm-hmm. a lot. Right. But he's not, I mean, he's not working any harder than I am. He's not plugging any more hours in than I am. Mm-hmm. He's probably, probably doing less. Yeah. Quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's just smarter he just and his 91. judgment is better. And like, you know, so those kinds of, if, if Warren can make two decisions a year mm-hmm. and it changes the whole fucking, you know, like that's the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's um, funny that you mentioned this is uh, one of the biggest things that I love that I read about with successful people. It's like the less decisions you make, the better. So that way your brain. So even like clothing, for example. I was just yeah, you, talking you, about that. You, you knew where I was getting. Uh, it, it's it's funny because it's on video, have, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're watching, make sure you watch his, uh, his reaction. But it's funny because uh, I have, uh, and not to fucking sound like that, but I have a lot of nice clothes. I really do. So my wife is like, "What the hell? You have more clothes than me," which I know for a fact is not true. But <laughs> sorry, wife. But uh, no, but. The whole point is that, but I choose to wear whatever the hell's comfortable, whatever the hell's the fastest, and that's it. Like, because I've read it over and over again that you're wasting energy. Decision fatigue. Yeah, yeah, you're wasting energy in it. So that, you know, that's... But it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Zuckerberg, great t-shirt, right? Like, uh, Bezos, right? Like, uh, uh, They're not wearing that suit that we talked about earlier. Dude, how painful would that be? I got to... Pinstripes or gray or blue or like fucking. Yeah. I'm gray. T- I'm on any phase of this T-shirt. It's either green, gray, or brown. Like Love and, and yeah. like it's you know it. like I got six of each one. You know <laughs> so. Love that. Love that. Love that. Because like I said, I I truly live off of that too. Where it's like I don't give a fuck. Like you know, oh you have a. I've had like buddies in the past that have told me like, oh there's a little hole right there. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. The clothes doesn't make it. shirt's you know? ruined. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as much as I hate to wrap it up, Matt, I know you got your, your stuff going on here. Yeah, they'll gotta, be opening soon. We got to finish yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, but um, we always ask uh, the same questions at the end of the show to leave cool. our listeners with uh, some wisdom. Um, oh, I didn't do that shit already? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're like, well, damn, well, this yeah, whole yeah. hour I didn't give you shit. I live with all my stuff. Man. <laughs> I give you my, my lifelong learning. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first question I have for you is, uh, if right now the camera is your old self and you're looking at the camera right now and that's your child, maybe, you know, a kid or teen, whatever, however long back you want to go back, what would you tell that child? What's something that you've learned that you would tell that child? Yeah, I think my pops did a good job of this, but I think perspective is really important, right? That it's not that big of a deal, right? Um, it's part of the journey, right? Like, and that's really kind of, you know, last year really put it all in perspective too, but um, it's part of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't over, no moment is the biggest thing, especially when you got time, right? When you're a youngster, you got time. 
And so it's part of the learnings. Nice. I love that. I love that. Cause you definitely, when you're young, you want to rush things and oh, you, man, you know, no. you want success right now. Everybody wants it all, all the time right mm-hmm. now. I love that. that. That was, and if you get it right away, you're actually a fucking going to be a shitball. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. No, it's not true. Uh, I've o- I always say, uh, for, you know, and this is something that I haven't really said, but even like my network or my net worth that I'm at right now, it was a dream. Right. And it's one of those where it's like, it's not now looking back, it's like, it's not even that anymore. You get there and, you're, and then you're like, yes. okay, it's like show? the person that I became, right? A better husband. I be, I became a better husband, a better, I was going to say wife. That was weird. Uh, a better, <laughs> a better uh, father, right? A better son. All that is what means more. And, and it's so true. Uh, so love that. Um, the next question that I have for you, if there was a three-step formula to success, what are the three steps? Three steps. Ooh. He said all these years and <laughs> he came down to this. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, step one is starting the process, right? Uh, I, I think that uh, debating and wondering and planning doesn't do shit for you. So step one, start it, right? So do it. Yeah. Uh, step two, analyze results, right? Uh, how to go, right? Mm-hmm. And be real, real with yourself. Look in the mirror and fucking know, like, you suck at this. Like, I wish I was good at basketball, man. I'm not. I'm not going to make the NBA, right? <laughs> the league ain't calling anytime soon for me, right? So analyze, yeah. right? And then three, improve and repeat. Repeat process, right? Um, Love that. Just I'm try impressed it. at how quickly you just pop those off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know what right. you're doing. I did it. I don't know. It's so <laughs> All right. Good job, man. Awesome. You guys you should have sent me these questions. I, 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 I kind of I I I No, and you know what? Our guests say that. There's some guests that they know the questions and then some that don't. And the ones that don't say that every time. But it's like, no. I don't. You, you know what? We refuse to send them because I want to I want to hear. We want like, to be organic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like no, raw. No, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, that was, that was you, great. You hit that. Um, and then my last question I have for you is if you were to write a book, what's the title and the theme? Yeah, I already told him earlier. He should write a book. Yeah, He's again, I can't read or write. So. If you were to record an audiobook. <laughs> yeah. If you were to record an audiobook, there you go. Oh man. Uh, like what, what the has been the, what's, what's the theme of the book? Is that what yeah, you're what's the yeah. well, um, theme, theme or like I said, if you could throw me a title, we basically the whole point of that is basically what's the biggest thing that uh, has affected you as an entrepreneur is really what it comes down to. Like what would be the grit? Maybe it would be the name of the book. I could see. I uh, it's funny. Yeah, you said <laughs> grind and hustle a few times. I live and die by those words, by the way. But uh, I think grit maybe is part of it, and like that that definition to me is kind of like getting through the shitty stuff, right? And like just doing shit that's outside your job description. You know, like that's what the that's what the real job is, honestly, yeah. is like a little bit extra, right? Today, yeah, fuck, we got this bag of thing going on. Like, I was moving chairs and like, <laughs> bro, I own I'm like own this place for eleven years, right? Like, I got money in the bank. Like, I'm moving chairs around and carrying I shit up the that, stairs man. and like, I, I that, you know, yeah. like, so it's it's doing the extra, right, yeah. man? Like, I think, uh, yeah, man, like it's it's like the stuff that's in the dirt, you know, like that's the more important part, I think. Uh, that's where your learnings happen. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. Love it. I, 
I, I, I wouldn't to buy you. or I definitely relate to you, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would. So once it, once it goes live, let me know. Uh, mine's still online. Yeah, so I, 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 I throw I, that in there again. I got, I got like. <laughs> what's, the, what's the book name? Are you gonna share? Oh, I don't know. Let, let me I, wait. Let, because. <laughs> So, so it's funny because uh, I do have the title, but even today it hit me that I'm changing one word out of the title. So uh, I'm trying to name it, a kid. It, I know what it is. Yeah, I will it's say tough, I will. Man. I will send it to you. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll send you the idea and everything. Uh, just because I think we're gonna do an episode about it. Um, literally, your story, like this whole time, I know there's a lot of similarities. Yes, it's like, weird. It, it, it's weird. That was weird. Like, did you good timing? Did man. you read That's my book universe. before? Did That's you send it to everybody? No, man, like, it's funny because I, I met with someone uh, earlier this week and had coffee with the lady that we were gonna have on the podcast, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how crazy the universe works. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you have any kind of mentality like that. Oh yeah, because I'm not like a spiritual person. To. You have to, Matt. You have to, right? I do. I mean, I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction. Like we're and, here for a reason right now. And and things that are happening are happening. Let for me a real quick. So this dude right here forgot the SD cards today, and he's like, "Well, I we'll forget. Get two of them. I misplaced them." All right, whatever, Dan. <laughs> no, but you know what's crazy though? He said to get two of those, right? So I ran to the store. I'm like, "Well, you set it up." Well, I go. They had two of them left. And if that's not a sign, then I don't know what the hell it is. Oh, and then happens. maybe I just like yeah, overthink yeah, yeah. stuff, but I'm a big believer in that. You know what I mean? So I just did a, a best man speech about uh, two months ago and uh, talked about kind of the the positivity they put out in the world or whatever. But I don't know. The karma mm-hmm. is necessarily what it is. It doesn't always come back to you. But man, there's a ripple effect to what you put out to this world, man. And uh if you can, if you can do some good in the world, interacting with the person that you met at Walgreens buying those chips, yeah. right? Like, if her day's a little better, she's nicer to the next person, mm-hmm. and then the next person's a little nicer to the next. She person. She recognized like, me, actually. That's what's funny. From what? Uh, <laughs> from she used to. I from used the to podcast. Be her, she's like, well, I'm on that. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she she like my music, and she used to work with me. That's cool. So she's like, "Are you Billy the Kid?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then she had her mask on, so that's oh, I was, and I felt bad. But once, like, she didn't take it off, but she, I was like, "What's your name again?" She's like, and then she looked at me, and I'm like, "Oh yes, I remember you." I was like, "How's everything?" She's like, "Good, good." I was like, "All right, anyways, go ahead." I mean, it's a ripple effect, right? Yeah, yeah. into the world, right? So. Her day's a little nicer, mm-hmm. right? And she's gonna be nicer to the next person that checks out and the next person, same shit goes the other way, right? Next person that comes up is an yeah. asshole to her. Yeah. She's in a little shittier mood the next time she interacts with the next Not person. Not to get right? political, but I'll fucking say it. Um, I went to Seattle uh, the last yeah. two, three days. I will say I miss Nebraska. Like I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. Um, but what I saw there was a mixture of everything that's going on. And like I said, I won't get into detail. I don't want this to be political. Um, but every single thing that you hear about is there, right? Like you see signs, you see everything. And one thing I got out of that was just be nice. You know what I mean? Like just be to a go fucking along with what you person, just said. Man, that's all just be nice. Yeah. Be a decent person. Uh, even though I had opinions, uh, I'll throw this out there. Uh, there was a protest going on about the momentarium about rent and I'm and they gave me a paper I'm like just pay your rent I've had to pay my bills like but you know I was nice about it by not saying bunch of landlords sitting up here (laughs) (laughs) no that's what I'm saying like I'm I'm torn about that and I'm looking at them like I'm like new dude like honestly like that whole situation but but I was nice and that's what it comes down to because I could have easily been like okay let me you know what I mean but be nice. That's all, yeah, that's all it yeah, takes. Other it, than man. that, everything else, like I said, uh, 
it was weird, right? Seeing all that. Um, but it, it like, it came down to, you know what? Just mind your business. It'd be nice. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think we got to force positivity right now, man. I think, uh, you know, with COVID going on and all this, like the world's boiling. Mm-hmm. Man, I cannot mm-hmm. get out of the comment section. I love, I love the comments. Dude, I, read, I try not I read to. Every yeah. one of them. I read uh, every you're single. You're cool. One. You're an asshole. <laughs> well, no, but that's what he's saying. Like, read them and yeah. evaluate. Go ahead, because you're speaking some we, game. We right gotta now. push it, man. We gotta push positivity in this world, and and sometimes it takes energy, right? Like you don't feel like it or whatever. Um, it's gonna be all right. Yeah. Like it's gonna be all right, yeah. everybody. You know, so like we, we made it this far. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be all right. At the end, Matt, it's like we're in this great nation. So it's like, I don't care how divided it may seem at times. We, man, every here, time man, somebody like, doesn't push great. the button, good one. Like every day since humans were you know, cavemen, yeah. right? Every day, every day since then, like good's one, right? So we're a billion and mm-hmm. one, you know, or zero or whatever. Like, it's gonna be all right. So, and if it's not, who gives a fuck? You want to die being an asshole? Like so, like yeah, we gotta push it. Be we nice. Gotta, it, we got to. Yeah, that's yeah. the title of my book. Be nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> no. So, uh, so with everything you got, so with everything you got going on, uh, with if you know, with our listeners out there, is there anything that uh, any of our listeners can bring to you that is of value to you right now with any of your endeavors going on? Like, uh, I, I tell you what. Uh, Matt Taylor on on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, actually, on Instagram, I'm M Taylor Photo Boy. Okay, uh, <laughs> I like that. But uh, why? Uh, why are you Photo Boy? Well, because Matt Taylor is really common name, uh, and so I got to get clever with. I shit. like that. Well, you got my attention. <laughs> now I'm gonna follow you. So <laughs> uh, those are nice questions. Like, how can people find out more about yeah. you? Yeah, uh, we're big on this. Well, I, I say big. Like we're <laughs> we're using Instagram more with with our podcast, but. No, man, I, uh, I'm always interested in having combos about small business. So if, if I can help you in any way, honestly, like, and you mentioned earlier how, uh, not to, or like this podcast is like, this is better than having coffee. And yeah. so what would you say to any listeners out there that, uh, maybe want to be like, Hey dude, can, can we go out for a coffee? You said that's not really like something that you're like, eh. or, or I'm, you know what? I hate when people say, let me pick your brain. Yeah. I'm it's most like likely going to tell you to get fucked. Cause, okay. Because I'm gonna be real busy. But but if you follow me long enough, you're gonna figure out what matters to me, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can solve that problem for me, um, yeah. I mean, transactional meetings are yeah. amazing for yeah. me, right? I've had two of them this week already, it's amazing. right? Yeah. Um, He's had a couple too. I have. You know. <laughs> As, or we should we say we? <laughs> I got I got a dude that's selling hype here. Like you know, we had a, we had an hour and a half long meeting, right? I, I love that. Know. So like I that love that. That's so dude, what like, it comes down just to. Just networking and helping each other out. Everyone, mm-hmm. you know, just I'm like what's next? That. Yeah, it makes me smarter. Can I invest in it? Like, is it mm-hmm. is it something I can be helpful with? Like, mm-hmm. can you help solve one of my problems? Yeah. Man, it's great for me to owe you a favor, right? Sure. If you can ever get to that world, yeah. I try not to ever not ever let that happen. <laughs> but right, uh, right, yeah. I love doing that favors. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. know, pe- pe- people forget, man. So, back in the so day. Matt, Matt Taylor on Facebook. I'll and I'll put a link. Yeah, on oh, yeah, for sure. And then what is it, Matt Taylor Photo Boy? M Taylor Photo Boy. M Taylor Photo Boy. Instagram is a public figure too, so uh, yeah. I've got a shirt with my Is that right? You got a blue star or anything? <laughs> no, no, he does actually. I do. Actually, it's funny that you said that. Man, verified. Uh, I'll, I'll take verified. that. I'll take that. Uh, that. I walked into that one. <laughs> oh, man. But Matt, this has been amazing, man. Awesome, hey, appreciate your time, gentlemen. Thank you. Yep, yep.
Everybody out there listening, make sure you guys follow Matt on Instagram. Everywhere else, but Instagram is where we're at. We're going viral. We're doing big things now. Um, but make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel, the dot or Instagram, the dot minority report podcast, and then make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Minority Report Podcast. Let's get it, baby. Vamos. My hand to please don't say you dress in a suit, I can't relate. Minority report. Can't ignore being rich from poor and your credit score. My hand to please don't segregate. You dress in a suit, I can't relate. Minority report. Can't ignore being rich from poor and your credit score.